Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Vulnerability Leads to Victory. Yes, the latest podcast out there for you all to be able to come and capture just a few nuggets of knowledge each week to hopefully you can turn into some wisdom for your lives. I'm your host here, Sean Johnson. Everybody calls me Sean John. And I'm just going to be coming at you uh, week after week with myself, along with some guests throughout the time here to hopefully help you explore your story of vulnerability. So I hail from the Chicagoland area, but I'm going to be real with y'all. I rep the 60411 Chicago Heights through and through. When I think about where some of my greatest memories were um, outside of my collegiate years, uh, you know, those great memories came out and birthed me and made me who I am in the 60411 Chicago Heights, Illinois. So how did I get to this point right now where we are at for this podcast? Well, After my time in the Chicagoland area, um, I spent six years in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, going to school there, uh, majoring in journalism, and then staying there to complete graduate school and student affairs. And after that, you know what? The Lord saw fit to move me down to sunny fluoride day and get a job down here I thought I was only going to be in this place for about two, three, maybe four years maybe five, you know I was I was just kind of winging it in some ways but here I am almost ten years later um, working down here in Gainesville, Florida um, helping people just really try to find their you know, definition of success helping them understand who they are doing a little bit of life coaching, a little bit of educating, um, working in so many different capacities. But most importantly, I wanted to take the time to bring you all this podcast, which I hope by the end of this, even this episode, you will be impacted. So, what's the purpose of this podcast? Well, that's a good question here. Um, I think, you know, this has been something that's been floating around in my head for a while. Um, You know, I really have thought about trying to start a podcast in general, but really never knew uh, what to touch on because at the end of the day, you know, there are so many podcasts out there, but that doesn't mean that that should stop you. You know, that should motivate you even more to be able to find something that's going to help people, but just also just allow you to just find your voice um, in the sphere of influence that's already out there. So for me, um, you know, this this podcast came about um, vulnerability leads to victory is a phrase that my wife and I came up with 
as a battle cry for our marriage. And so, you know, we wanted to have a phrase that really continuously allowed us to come together. You know, a lot of times people talk about the need to be vulnerable um, or with vulnerability. You know, there's a lot of things that come about with that in terms of emotions and communication and everything. And so my wife and I wanted to find a way to continuously remind ourselves um, to always fight for our marriage to truly um, be impactful to each other, to truly have a marriage where um, we were going to be in communication, um, we were going to be connected and unified with each other, but we also understood that that was going to require vulnerability each and every day in different phases, in different ways, in different looks, um, different lenses. But at the end of the day, we knew that through us being vulnerable each day, it was going to lead to us having a victorious marriage. But then we got to a point um, in life where um, we had some situations and we realized that this vulnerability leads to victory is what kept us going. And so what my ultimate hope is, is that through this podcast, you will be able to hear not only my story and my voice, but you will be able to hear the voices of others, um, because I really have a great lineup of guests um, to come at you with some different knowledge from their own background. Um, but the hope is that through all these different voices, you will understand your story of vulnerability, be able to create your definition, and ultimately leave with some tips that can help you get to that victory lane. You know, what it comes down to is you have to understand what vulnerability means to you first and foremost. And far too often, um, there is a fear to be vulnerable because too often vulnerability is seen as having to break down, boo-hoo, cry. Um, You got to share your deepest, darkest secrets. And you know, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't know where to begin. And I hope that with this, we can start to break some of the stigma that is associated with being vulnerable and allow ourselves to heal and be victorious. So more about my story and really this vulnerability leads to victory. So You know, about, let's say, six months ago, five, six months ago, um, I was in the hospital and I was at a state where truly I was vulnerable in a way where I had to be poked and prodded and this scan, that scan, this x-ray, that, everything, really for them to try to figure out what was going on with me. And... I remember when it got to the point where I was being discharged and I got a phone call from the discharge nurse and they were like, oh, okay, Mr. Johnson, you know, we just want to check on you. We want to let you know, here comes your paperwork. We're going to do this before you leave. We're going to do that. Here's also what you need to do. Um, But also, you know, 
they got to a point where they started to ask me some just, you know, personal questions like, you know, are you married? And I said, yes. They said, um, do you have any kids? And that is the question that truly got me to a pause. So here's why. Um, so my wife and I are currently um, in the middle of our fourth pregnancy. Um, and fortunately, like we are way further along in this pregnancy than we've ever been in our previous three. And that's because we lost the previous three children. And being asked that question of, well, is, do you have any children? Got me to a point of, if I say yes, what are they going to ask me next? If I say no, I was feeling like I was not acknowledging the kids that I had named, that my wife and I had you know, embraced, um, though they were angels to us, though that, you know, they were not physically here, we still acknowledged them as a significant part of our life. And so I remember in that moment ending up answering no and this feeling of just a sinking heart just came over me, just an emptiness, because I felt like that I was not acknowledging a part of me. And on the ride home, I just was asking myself, like, how, how do I just get to a point where I can just truly just be open with this? You know, I had never really talked about, you know, where I had been with these situations. I never had really explored this even with my wife, with with others. I mentioned it. I wasn't afraid to mention the losses we had, but I also really wasn't ready to tell the stories, to truly put my deepest emotions out there to truly show what it was like for me to acknowledge my three previous sweet angels. You know, it... uh, came to a point where um, on Father's Day, I decided that the way I would celebrate Father's Day um, was I would, you know, buy this shirt from a friend's shop, um, you know, that said, Black Father, Black Leader, Black King. And then I would also write a letter to my kids. I wanted them to hear all the words that I was feeling inside. 
I wanted to take a, a giant step in being able to acknowledge them and the being who I wanted them to be on this earth. I wanted them to know how they got their names, the significance of their names. Um, I wanted in a way for them to just hear my voice in a way that, you know, they didn't get to hear it necessarily in the womb. But also I wanted to put a voice out there that I did not often see. You know, when it comes to pregnancy loss and infertility and miscarriages, um, you know, we hear a lot from the perspective of, of the mother. And I, in many ways, was still suffering. And to this day, I still have times of grief. You know, even in the celebration of this pregnancy week after week, I still think like, what, what am I missing out on with, you know, my not being able to have my other three children here? You know, I, I definitely have to try and sit back and, and see like what voices are out there for me to hear. And it is, and that's not to say that there aren't any voices out there um, for men going through this, but I just know I wanted to make this topic no longer be taboo. When you look at all the statistics for, you know, infertility, for miscarriages and, and pregnancy loss, like there's, there surprisingly makes it. So this is a common thing in a way. And I just was like, no more. I want to make sure that I use my voice to be impactful. But as time went on this summer, I just realized that I needed to be vulnerable in other situations as well. You know, with the year that 2020 has been, I knew that I, I needed to allow myself to feel. And that's something that I wasn't truly doing. I wasn't truly allowing myself to embrace where I was at. And I remember sitting in a situation with a a friend and who's also my supervisor and, and saying to them that where I am at feels like the wilderness and that I've gotten to a point where in my uncomfort I've become comfortable. Now really the the point of the matter here is that I wanted to truly just say where I was at because I had been holding it in for so long. Yet, at the end of the day, I knew once I, I did that, it was going 
to allow me to experience life in an even greater way. And since these conversations, you know, I've been able to sit back and, you know, do some really deep reflection on, you know, where where is life taking me? I've been able to truly see what are the ways that I can be, you know, victorious in life by um, just even allowing myself to feel each day, by allowing myself to express different levels of emotion, by allowing myself to just um, even talk um, about, you know, the littlest of things, you know, Far too often we get the question, how are you doing? Good, fine. But is that really how we're doing? You know, again, this is not about needing to go to the, the deepest depths of your souls because not everybody in your circle needs the, to hear all of that. But how can you even just say like, you know what? Today is tough. Or like, hey, there's this situation going out in the world and it's just really affecting me right now and I'm trying to process everything. Or even in your joyous moments, your happy times, your ecstatic times, the times where you're like, man, this was uh, amazing. I would say even using those larger feeling words and allowing yourself in that way that when someone says, well, how's your day going? Today has been a phenomenal day. I was able to truly just um, talk to someone that, you know, I hadn't talked to in a while and I had a good conversation. You know, allow yourself to be to be vulnerable because once you start in that lane of victory, it's going to keep showing up again and again and again. And you're going to keep moving forward in such an amazing way. So, you know, as, as you hear this story of vulnerability, you're like, so Sean, like, what is your definition of, of vulnerability? Well, so for me, um, you know, vulnerability is allowing yourself to have the opportunity to truly be in the state where you are. Again, allowing yourself the opportunity to truly be in the state where you are. Now, I know for many of us, that's tough. There are times where I, I come home from work and I'm like, my wife's like, hey, how was your day? Fine. Anything big happened today? Nope. And even as I sit here recording this, I can only think of a handful of times where I truly probably allowed myself to dig deep and even be vulnerable in the work atmosphere, with her about the work atmosphere I had for the day. So how do we allow ourselves to get to that place of um, allowing ourselves the opportunity to be in the state where we are. And that, and I want to add this too, that can be emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, in so many different realms that make us up as human beings. 
you know, allowing yourself the opportunity to be in those, those places. So with these tips, tip number one, just say how you are doing to yourself. Try it, whether that's verbally out loud or through writing it down in a journal, you know, typing a note in your phone, typing a note on your computer. Just say how you're doing to yourself. You got to get the feelings out there. You got to get the emotions out there. You have to sometimes, if it's not getting it out there, you have to bring it to the surface so it, it doesn't pile up inside you to eventually just weigh you down or boil over and cause a negative uh, scene. So tip two I have for you is find community. So find a community will allow you to have people that you can trust to talk about where you are. You know, you don't need to have the the largest group of people or anything. It can just be one, two, three, you know, four, five people, something like that. You don't you don't need a whole lot. Because even if you have a large community, you're not gonna tell everybody, you know, everything. You know, you have to realize that even within the community you have now, the friend circle, the relationships that you have now, there's an inner circle and an outer circle. There are, you know, I've had friends that I met in the same place and known them for the same time, but I can guarantee you that some are in my inner circle and some are on that next circle out. And it's just because of the relationships that I've built with them over time. So again, step two, get community. And the final step uh, for this episode is make time to be vulnerable. You're probably like, huh, what does that mean? Like make time to be vulnerable. I say give yourself time each week to truly, you know, practice step one, to truly, you know, talk with your community, is make time for it. Make time to just get some things off of your chest. Make some things to get some, make some time to get some things out of your mind. You don't want you know, things to keep weighing you down. You know, you don't want to keep inhaling things before you've exhaled a lot. You know, if we, if we were breathing as we, you know, normally do, and we just kept <laughs> inhaling, like, you're going to get to a point where you're going to realize, like, wait, I need to <sighs> exhale. So again, as we, you know, wrap up this episode, episode one of Vulnerability Leads to Victory, 
you know, the tips come down to one is, you know, again, really allowing yourself to be to be vulnerable, like do that with yourself first. Step two is give yourself community. Have you give yourself community to be vulnerable in. And then last tip is make the time to be vulnerable. Because no matter if you have done it with yourself, you can you can want to do it for yourself and with yourself. You can get people that you trust. But if you never actually make time to allow yourself the opportunity to be in the state of where you are, to just be, then at the end of the day, it's not going to be that victorious life. So, as we truly close out this first episode of Vulnerability's Victory, again, I'm your host, your boy, Sean John. Um, And I just want to say to you all, exhale before you inhale. Peace and blessings. One love.